Is your faith steadfast? Is it unmovable, unshakable? Is it like a rock? And if it's not, how can we get you there? I'm Brian Sussman. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotional. That's what we're going to talk about for the next couple of podcasts. We're going to talk about an unshakable faith. Glad you're with me. Stay tuned. I'd like to begin by saying thank you for your listenership and your encouragement and your support spiritual support, of course, prayer support. I seek nothing in the way of financial from these podcasts. That in mind, if you're liking what you're hearing, depending on the platform you're using, it could be Apple iTunes, it could be Google Play, it could be SoundCloud, a number of different places. Make sure if you're able to give it a like, and if you really like what you're hearing, give it a share as well. This podcast originated with the thought of being steadfast, unmovable, unshakable, having faith like a rock. And I was drawn to a verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, which says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Well, I saw that word, therefore, to start out this verse, and I realized we, we can't just start, start there. We've got to take it before this particular verse, because the Apostle Paul, who's writing to the Corinthian church in this letter, it's 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58, he's talking about the resurrection. In other words, Paul is making a case for the resurrection being the reason for our faith, being unshakable, unmovable, making us be like a rock. You see, we believe in a God who died for our sins. Jesus the Messiah died for our sins. And not only did he die for our sins, because listen, anyone could come along and say, I'm dying for your sins, hang me on a cross. Oh, no, no, he took it the next step further, and he was raised from the dead. And not only was he raised from the dead, but he, he was able to hang out with his early followers. So they, they saw him in the flesh, and they were taught by him again in the flesh. And then, before their very eyes, he rose up to heaven. See, that's the cutting edge. That's the difference between our God and all the other gods, and I'm using gods with a small g. So in order to talk about being steadfast, I think we need to devote this podcast to the resurrection, and then in the next episode, we will talk about being steadfast. So the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is important for many reasons. The resurrection witnesses the immense power of God himself. To believe in the resurrection is to believe in God. I'm thinking right now of some traditional church symbols that are very sacred, which has has Jesus hanging on a cross. And as as a Jewish guy growing up, I... (laughs) I'm just telling you right now, I don't mean to offend anybody, but I thought that was creepy. 
You walk into certain churches and there's Jesus on a cross, dying, or maybe even dead. But you see, again, the Messiah we believe in, yes, did die on a cross, and that, that was hugely sacred in and of itself. But then he was buried and rose from the dead. If God exists, and if he created the universe and has power over this creation and the universe at large, then he has the power to raise the dead. And if he does not have such power, he's not worthy of our faith. He's not worthy of our worship. This is just another religion. You see, only he who created life can resurrect that life after death. And a lot of people believe in, oh yes, I believe in an afterlife. I believe in nirvana. I believe in... I'm going to repeat this because perhaps you'll be able to share this with somebody who's into a new age type of spirituality. If God exists... Well, let me back up. If, well, if God exists... If he created the universe, if he has power over the universe which he created, then he has the power to raise the dead. And if he does not have this kind of power, then he is not worthy of our faith and our worship because only he who created life can resurrect it after death. Only he who created life can reverse the hideousness that is death itself. Only he that created life can remove the sting of death and gain victory over the grave. In fact, in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 54, 55, just prior to this wonderful verse in 58 about being steadfast, Here's what the Apostle Paul says. He says, when the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written. Oh, this is beautiful, by the way. You ready for this? Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? In resurrecting Yeshua, Jesus, from the grave, God reminds us of his absolute sovereignty, his absolute authority over life and over death. That's huge. The resurrection of Jesus is also important because it completely underscores, validates who Jesus is said he was, namely the Son of God, the Messiah. (laughs) According to Jesus, his resurrection, you'll remember, was a sign from heaven, and it authenticated his ministry. And as I mentioned early on, not only did he die and was resurrected from the grave, but people witnessed it. They witnessed him after, after having dying, after having been raised from the dead. They were with him for a period of time. 
And then before their very eyes, he ascended into heaven. So let's back up even further in 1 Corinthians 15. Now I'm at chapter uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 and 8. Verses 3 through 8. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ, now this is Paul speaking, I delivered to you, Corinthian church, as of first importance what I also received, that Messiah died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, <laughs> that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and he appeared to Cephas, Peter, and to the others. Oh, this is good stuff. Another reason the resurrection is so vitally important is that it proves Jesus' sinless character as well as his divine nature. Because now let's take you back to the Old Testament. Psalm 16, verse 10 says, For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. I love Psalm 16. This is a messianic psalm. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. You see, Jesus never saw corruption. During his life on earth, he lived a perfect life. And even after he died, it was, it was all perfect. And so it was on the basis of the resurrection of Messiah that the Apostle Paul preached through Jesus... The forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin. That's in the book of Acts, chapter 13. He forgives sins. Everyone who believes is set free from sin. This wouldn't have occurred if Jesus were just a nice teacher who said some nice things. No, only if Jesus were the Messiah, only if Jesus died for our sins, only if Jesus rose from the dead, only if Jesus was seen by many and then ascended to heaven. This, this is the supreme validation of Jesus as Lord. And it validates the Old Testament prophecies that foretold of Jesus' suffering and his resurrection. In fact, let me go to Psalm 16. This is a beautiful psalm. It's, it's a messianic psalm. So there are uh, a lot of messianic portions of the Jewish scriptures, the Old Testament. Uh, many, many references to Messiah and his life and his death. So we find the Apostle Peter, for example, using Psalm 16 to speak to his audience of, of Jesus' lordship and his resurrection. Now keep in mind, the audience that Peter was speaking to, just like the audience Paul was speaking to, uh, the audience Peter was speaking to, this was a primarily, if not in this particular case, a completely Jewish audience. These are people who knew the scriptures well. And as such, 
they knew what these Messianic Psalms were all about. So in Acts chapter 2, verse 24, Peter affirms that, quote, God raised him, Jesus, from the dead. He's, he's telling this to, to the people around him. God raised Jesus from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. That's in Acts 2.24. And then Peter goes on to affirm what David said about him. That's in verse 25. And he follows this affirmation by quoting David's own words from Psalm 16. Here we go. Psalm 16, verses 8 through 11. Oh, this is beautiful. I saw the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will live in hope because you will not abandon me to the grave. So this is where it gets messianic. Do you understand what's happening here? Suddenly we have Messiah speaking through David, who's acting as a prophet. I saw the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body will also live in hope because you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. So Peter is arguing that this passage with its words, because you will not abandon me to the grave, nor let your Holy One see decay. It's not applying to David. Peter's saying, whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't about David. This is about Messiah. And he says to his hearers, those listening in Acts chapter 2, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried and his tomb is here to this day. No, he's saying, this isn't about David like some of you might have thought. This is about Messiah. <laughs> oh, my friends, the resurrection is everything regarding our faith. Without it, we're just about just a bunch of religious kooks. Seriously, I don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy or gal. We are serious about our faith because we follow a God who in the, in the form of his son, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the light. No man comes to the Father except through me. Now, in our next podcast, we're going to talk about maintaining that steadfast, rock-solid, immovable faith that the Lord so, so desires for us. But let's conclude with a prayer. Lord, thank you that for some reason you opened our eyes to the truth, that you are the way, truth, and life. There is no way to heaven and eternal life except through you. Oh God, thank you. Thank you a million times over for showing us the way. Thank you for opening our eyes. 
Thank you for never giving up on us. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins. And thank you for always giving us another chance. We say all of this in the name of your son. Amen. Well, in our next edition of the Another Chance podcast, let's talk about a steadfast faith. Thank you for joining me. I'm Brian Sussman. As always, God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.